When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, filthy animals? Ben from Blockbuster Mentality here with the 49th episode of Blockbuster Mentality. It is Friday, March 24th, 2017. With me again is Mr. Vinny Malatino. Hey, hey, hey. Ready for that box office results? <laughs> That's what you're going with today? That's what I'm going with. And for the first time on the show, making a special appearance is Mr. Colin Victor. Holla at your boy. Holla at your boy. That was a, that, see, that's an opening line, you know? He, yeah, he figured sorry. it out. Sorry, man. All right. Um, so we're going to just talk today. I don't know. We're going to go over box office results, Vinny's favorite subject. We got some Star Wars news. We're going to give Mr. Victor here some James Bond trivia, and we're going to talk about a whole lot more. So sit back, relax. Let's talk some movies. So, Vinny, what are the box office results this week? Uh, I'm going to go with Beauty and the Beast at top. Uh, yeah? You think so? I mean, it's a little, you know, just guess. How much of your money went towards it? $10. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Not bad. Actually, not 10 bad. 50 Not bad 10 at all. 50. Oh, you couldn't spring for the uh, 3D? Couldn't spring for the 3D, man. <laughs> Would it have made it better? Uh, no. What? Definitely not. I mean, unless you like, you know, <laughs> Gaston, you know, is throwing beer in your face. No, I mean, it really wasn't wasn't a 3D kind of movie. Okay. Like, I'd go see, you know, some kind of crazy sci-fi movie, right. Avengers 3D. But, I mean, Beauty and the Beast 3D, you're just wasting your money. I understand. But it was good. So but we'll, 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 get yeah, we'll, we'll get to it in a minute here. So, yeah, obviously Beauty and the Beast, number one with $174.7 in its first week. Uh, I think it was the seventh biggest domestic opening, uh, $160 million budget. Uh, number two, Kong Skull Island, $27.8 million, your favorite movie. Uh-uh. Uh, Logan, $17.8 million. Uh, number four, we had Get Out with $13.4 million. And rounding out the top five, we have The Shack with $6 million. Yeah, Get Out's still sticking around there. These uh, horror films, they don't go away. Any of you guys seen that? Yet? I saw oh, Get yeah, Out. You did see Get that. Out was awesome, man. Get Out, Logan. I haven't seen everything. Get Out and Logan are probably some of the best movies that are out right now in the theaters. Anyone wants to get out and go see that? And <laughs> I see what you did there. See. I try, I try. But yeah, Get Out and Logan are definitely my top two in the theater right now. Which everyone listening probably has seen Logan already and knows what I'm talking about. Yes, yes. But Get Out is definitely like an underrated thriller, man. It's it's really good. Yeah, Jordan Peele. Yeah, you told me the whole synopsis and the. I told the you the ending too because you, did. you didn't want to find out yourself, yeah. so you're pressuring me for the I'm ending. Right, I'll, I'll still probably see it, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, Beauty and the Beast killed it. 174 million. You know, can't. Uh, <laughs> Did you I, see it? That's no surprise. I did not, but I shelled out twenty bucks so that my wife and daughter could see it. So. Oh, did they like it? Yeah, they liked it. Uh, so, Vinny, you you saw it, and uh, we'd like to hear your thoughts on it. A little I, little little I review, saw a here. little mini review. First off, no one go see King Kong. <laughs> King Kong was horrible. 
right, let me give you a little I wanna, mini. I want to ask more questions about that all right, after, after. All this. right, so Beauty and the Beast positives. I really liked it. Really entertaining. The music, same music. Um, if you love the original, it's basically shot for shot remake. Man, like, um, what's her name? Emma Emma uh, Watson. Harry Potter. Emma Watson. Like the most perfect casting ever. Um, the guy who played Gaston, Luke Evans, I think mm-hmm. his name is, was great. All the acting was great. Voice acting was great. Music, it was really enjoyable, man. For my negatives, I'm going to have to go with the Beast still looked like crappy CGI. Yeah. Especially since Jungle Book came out and was borderline, like it was so realistic and it was all green screen. The Beast looked really fake. The new music, there's they add new songs in there. Hated all the new songs. You didn't like the Beast solo? The Beast, oh yeah, <laughs> I text call. I was like, the Beast solo. No, I mean the Beast has like the solo song where he's like, you know, singing out the window. I'm like, what is this? It was just really bad. The the new songs were really bad. But overall, I mean, I don't want to give them the, talk about it too crazy, but it was entertaining, man. I yeah. liked it. I give it like a seven out of ten. Okay. Uh, what? Uh, how was like Ewan McGregor as the voice of? Uh... Ewan McGregor was good. I heard a couple yeah. people hating on him. Really? Yeah. I mean, I liked him. He he, he did good to me. So the, the songs, there were like brand new songs, or did they change the originals? No, the originals were on point. Okay. I mean, I'm talking like shot for shot. So it's, it was really safe, so that could be a negative. It was really safe because yeah. it was just like the original. But um, the new songs were just horrible. Like, I wish they just stuck with the old, which they did stick with the old, but they had to add a little new ones in there that were just really bad to me. So that would be my only negatives, really, man, is, is the CGI the beast the new songs I didn't really like, and that and that's about it. It was really good. Yeah, entertaining. It's what you expect. Yeah, you know? I mean that's what the one thing I thought about it, even watching the trailers. that said it's just a shot for shot remake. That's what it looks like. I mean, it's cool that they're doing it, but it doesn't seem like it's anything unique or. Yeah. Anything. Another negative I'd probably say is you know the chemistry, the love between the Beast and her. You do not feel at all. Really? Like, even at the end, she's like, I love you. I'm like, yeah, I don't feel that. <laughs> Every time you're getting out of the movie, a song plays, and you can't help but move your foot. You know, like, you, you, and you can't help but get Moving into it. Moving your foot. All so, right. I don't want to say that the music kind of carries it a little bit. Yeah. Let me just say that, because the music's so good. So, every time I was coming out of the movie, the music brought me back in. Yeah. You know, so when she says, I love you, and like, there's zero chemistry, because the CGI looks so crappy, so you can't believe the chemistry. Even when she says "I love you," but I don't know if it was her acting or what. I think she was great, but you don't feel it. Yeah, you know. So the music and the magic and everything just carries. It's a Disney movie. It's it's fun. So if you don't look too much into it, you'll have fun. How is Kevin Klein as her dad? Oh, fantastic! Yeah. I mean, he's not in in it that much, but when he's in it, he's good. Would you say that the hand drawn characters from twenty years ago had more depth than the? You know what? Person? I would to be honest. <laughs> it sounds crazy, yeah. but I would. I would. The I mean, original it, was definitely better, and I I'd put the new uh, Jungle Book above this one, yeah. but it's still up there, man, for one of the top reboots or live action reboots. Yeah, I mean, because so I mean, we've had the Jungle Book, we've had um, Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella, I think Cinderella counts yeah. as towards it, Maleficent, which um, was sucked, and then uh, we you know have Mulan coming up uh, and uh, Aladdin, I think. Aladdin. I mean, uh, Aladdin. I'd be looking forward to see what do you, um, when. What do you guys think? No, Aladdin. Yeah. I'm, we were just talking about that. Yeah, I I think that it Aladdin has a lot of like possibilities because you can really if you get like a really you know lively person to be the the genie. I think you could really kill that. Who, who did you say that you wanted to before the show started? Uh, 
<laughs> Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. He wants Colin wants Kevin Hart. I Hart's think he'd footage. be perfect. I mean, they'd have to make him taller because I mean, like <laughs> yeah. he's not quite tall enough to be a genie, but you know he can float her up in space. A little. Uh, that, oh yeah, I just realized yeah, that it's it's. Would it be CGI? How would yeah, I, I just realized like is it going to be like you know the old fashioned genies from like you know just that lore you know I you know obviously I dream of genie she was a. You well, know, the original like, one's blue, right? So why yeah. not? You could just make him blue. Yeah, I guess so. Make I guess him, so. Put his face on in there, yeah. and make him blue. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. That was, <laughs> someone's gonna pay a lot more money. Blue than Kevin Hart. I've paid to see that. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I like I said. I think. Uh. Like I said before the show. Uh. Kevin Hart, the dragon in Mulan. Did you have something about Mulan? Yeah, I actually was reading. Um. I guess they've already kind of like backtracked on this a little bit because the director was saying it's not going to be a musical. Okay. But Disney's already kind of said, yeah, there's going to be music in it. There's got but it. Yeah. The best quote I saw about this was she's like, I want it to be a girly martial arts film. And she said, I want it to be a kid friendly Kill Bill. Oh, Which, if what? If you're going to get me to go see a Disney movie, yeah. make it a kid friendly <laughs> yes. Kill Bill. That, wow. Yeah, that's sign me up. I mean, you're going to Tarantino a Disney movie? Yeah, Why not? So. The- Judging by what I what I see from the past, they're going to make that shot for shot too, man. They're yeah, going to play I mean, it safe and they're going to make billions, you know? Yeah, cuz I mean Jungle Book was the same way. I mean, yeah, there were little differences here and there, but overall same story just except for the ending. Um but yeah. But I'm glad I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it, man. <laughs> I enjoyed um, it for sure. One film you did not enjoy, though, was, was King, uh, Kong. King Kong. I Hated. mean, what was wrong with that? Every, what was right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. You're the one I, who saw I it. mean, where do I start? Most worst characters I've seen on film in a very, very long time. Worst acting I've seen. Worst writing. Um, all right, let's just go into acting. Uh, Tom Hiddleston, you know, he, he looks like the guy that went to the gym two days in a row and, you know, <laughs> wanted to walk around buff and, and his arms couldn't touch his, his sides. And he gave that, you know, I'm 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 model face the whole movie, and uh, Brie Larson, oh, most annoying girl, really, dude. She used to be a good actress in my opinion until I saw <laughs> this movie. Every time she talked, just something stupid came out. <laughs> and and this is normally, you know, in in you know in your field, I might sound a little sexist here. This is normally in your field. Hey, come on. But listen, man, like every time she talked, it was just. And there's actually a part in the movie where uh, where Samuel Jackson, she says something so stupid. And Samuel Jackson looks at her and he goes, bitch, please. <laughs> <laughs> and I, that was the only time I actually had you're fun like, in that whole movie because he like, was saying you. what I was thinking. <laughs> so, yeah, worst characters. Um, the only characters that actually were kind of decent was uh, Samuel Jackson because you understood where he was coming from and his character. And also the dude from Step Brothers, uh, John C. Riley. Riley, was decent. He, he carried that with the character-wise. Um, um, special effects. King Kong was honestly like more like a Bigfoot than anything. He wasn't even like a gorilla. He was like more like a, a man. Yeah, yeah that's it was what more like, like Bigfoot. The they almost seemed like humanoid. Zero heart, bro. He had zero heart. There was no soul to the movie. You know, the only there's one part where he's like drinking water. That otherwise he's just walking around destroying stuff. Where it's like you kind of connected, and then they kind of threw in like him and Brie Larson with this moment that was so forced for him trying to you know connect with her yeah the tone was that. so off they're dropping jokes and then it's serious um i mean positives i probably <laughs> say uh the scene that they give away in the trailer like it's pretty cool how you know kong jumps out right away and starts yeah. knocking down helicopters that was that was one of the better scenes so you get plenty of kong in this you get plenty of kong the the creature designs were were, were bad man yeah the creature designs were bad especially kong and honestly i know you guys were hating on peter jackson's king kong 
But he was a gorilla. Like they, it had heart. The special effects, the CGI, the motion capture. That movie came out in like what two thousand two or something crazy. Like it it looks better than this movie, dude. This movie looks so bad for two thousand seventeen. Really, green screen like crazy, man. Honestly, I I never like wanted to walk out of a movie and like since Suicide Squad, I hated Suicide Squad. When King Kong, which you actually ended up watching Suicide Squad, and you hated it too. <laughs> the so second don't go make your faces over here. <laughs> but I wanted to walk out of King Kong. I hated it that much. Wow. It was almost insulting, dude. <laughs> it looked good. Like movie. it looked like it had potential, being that it was like in the Vietnam era and it yeah. was kind of a different spin on it. I yeah. thought it actually looked like it had a lot of potential, but it, it had potential, and it almost had more music than Suicide Squad did. It was like trying to make up for the crappy movie by you know throwing Vietnam, you know, Apocalypse Now music at us. Didn't work. I mean, what, what the parts you wanted to walk on, was it just too slow, or was it just? I mean, there's one stupid. It was just stupid, man. <laughs> there's one part where Brie Larson falls on the ground, and instead of being like, "Oh my God, a character might die," it was more like <laughs> she fell. You know, like that's legit. I started laughing, bro. I started, and even my wife, who loves every movie ever, right. looked at me and she's like, "This is so bad." Loves every movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. She'll watch yeah. Armageddon and like give it four stars. She looked at me. She's like, "This is so bad." Wait, what's so wrong cheesy. with Armageddon? No, <laughs> <laughs> that's another podcast. But yeah, man, she's like, "This is so cheesy." It was it, cheesy would be the right word. It's just really cheesy. But then sometimes it tries to be serious and it just goes back to cheesy and like the tones just don't match. Bro, it's just everything. Everything about it's bad. Be, besides John C. Riley, he brings heart to the movie. Yeah. John C. Riley, but he's well, so random at the same time. It's like here's this dude who's been living on this island forever. Let's drop some jokes, and all of a sudden you care about him. It's it's just so random. The whole yeah. and, he, and it's so much exposition. Every scene that he's in, he's like explaining everything. Yeah, because I mean, he always seemed like the um, uh, Dennis Hopper from Apocalypse Now. He seemed like he was that type of character, just a guy yeah. who's kind of been living there for a while. And and yeah, did, I mean, did they give him much depth at all, or just they do? Out of any character, yeah. I wouldn't even call them characters. Uh, he's the only character in the whole movie because he wow. actually has an actual personality. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and no one else does besides maybe Samuel Jackson a little bit. Man. Yeah. So, I mean, well, how would you rate it then? I would, if I'm being generous, I might give it a five out of ten. If wow. I'm being generous, well, I'm Man. definitely gonna go see it this weekend. So you really <laughs> and convinced not, me, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a fan of the old King Kong story. I'm down for something new. I'm down for old takes or new takes on something new. Yeah. Um, but this one just did not work. And Skull Island in general, nothing memorable about it. You know, there was one cool scene that was. If I would, besides the helicopter scene, there was a couple spider scenes where, like, they were, like, bamboo spiders and they were, you know, stabbing people and stuff. That was pretty cool. Did, um... But it was cool because the characters were dying, probably, so... <laughs> Did you see the, uh, Gareth Edwards, uh, Godzilla? Yeah. The 2014 one? Yeah. No. Wasn't, wasn't that big of a fan until I saw King Kong and I love Godzilla so much more. <laughs> really? Yeah, because, I mean, I think a lot of the good reviews came from people not liking Godzilla and they were like, okay, this is where they need to go. They, it's a lot more action-packed. and Well, Godzilla, the whole movie was a tease. That's yeah. the thing with Godzilla. Until the last 15 minutes were probably the best 15 minutes of my life. <laughs> like, dude, you got yeah. to remember the last yeah. 15 minutes of that movie were amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and this, I'd rather watch the last 15 minutes of that movie than the whole King Kong movie. Yeah. Wow. 
And I assume they leave it open for a, a sequel. Yeah, they got a little after credit scene. I hope we don't see those characters, though. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson in those after credit scenes was, I mean, obviously we heard his one line, but Samuel L. Jackson was all right in it. No, he's good. I mean, he's Samuel he's, Jackson, yeah, I mean, bro. He's, like, he's the same character. But I just love that part where he says it. I'm like, yes. Because <laughs> she says something. Dude, honestly, I think this is what she says. Uh, they're, you know, they're about to kill Kong or something, something. No spoilers, whatever. But she's like, the world is bigger than this. <laughs> he's like, bitch, please. <laughs> I points a gun to her head. I'm like, oh, yes. Oh, man. That's... Best part of the whole movie. Actually, no. The best part of the whole movie was the Alien Covenant trailer that I got to see on the big screen before oh, that movie started. Wow. That was the best part of that movie, bro. Yeah, that's pretty sad when that's uh that's the no, best I part. Know. I mean, I was I was really looking forward to Kong. Um yeah. I mean, I still I'm still gonna see it. But yeah, you got me you got my hopes down now. So Logan, get out and Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Skip Kong. If you say so. If you say so. Watch um, you love it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I'm Appreciate you talking for so long, Vinny. That's uh, I was know. I talking that long? Sorry, no, bro. Oh no, I you know I didn't want you to feel pressured into into you know talking that much. But you did great. I have that no notes, great. so <laughs> he did that off no notes, folks. No notes, no notes at all. All right, so we're gonna get into some uh, movie topics that happened in the past week or so. If my uh, iPad wants to work here. Or should we just jump into James Bond stuff? You guys want to jump into James Bond? We can do that. Mr. Colin here. He's a big James Bond fan. That's and right. uh and we're gonna we're gonna quiz him and everything like that. But uh I mean what's uh why do you like James Bond so much? I don't, actually I don't know. I think <laughs> my dad made me start watching him when I was a kid. Yeah. And I just loved them. Like I just have been watching all of them. So even like the really old ones when I was a kid, I was watching like the Sean Connery yeah. ones. Which as a kid, those are kind of hard to watch because they're they're not a lot of action. But right, yeah, they're... I love them, man. And it's funny because I like you know I, I grew up in the '80s, and so Roger Moore was like my Bond. Yeah, and so like the ones I've seen the most are probably Moonraker and Man with the Golden Gun, ah. and they're probably two of the worst <laughs> James Bonds, but well, they're two of my favorites because yeah. I've seen them so many times. That's the thing. I mean, even as a kid, like stuff with like you know Indiana Jones and stuff like the one the one you watch the most as a kid. That's always the one you're gonna stick to. Yeah. And like, but then when you watch it as an adult, you're like, I can see how this this is not that great of a movie, yeah. or this one's better than that one. Uh, so is Roger Moore your favorite then? He is. Yeah. I don't think he's the best. Yeah, but, but he's my favorite. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, you know, <laughs> the one you you watch as a kid. Who, who who do you like, Vinny? Who's your favorite Bond? My favorite Bond, you know, it might be Daniel Craig. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, he's up there because I think Casino Royale, I think, is the best Bond movie out of all of them, out of the 24 they made so far. I think it's the best one. Casino oh, Royale, yeah. That's yeah, that's, that, yeah, that might be my, I mean, that's obviously my favorite Daniel Craig one, but yeah, definitely my favorite. You liked it better than Skyfall? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Mads Mikkelsen. Like, oh, yeah. Like, Skyfall's it. great, but... It's like a. It was kind of a departure from a lot of the James Bond movies. It was like a deeper film. Yeah, and it was which good. is why I liked it. Yeah. It was great, but like Casino Royale still had like the elements of Bond, but it was also like a good story. It was well yeah. acted, and everything about it was like really good. I yeah. mean, it's like the perfect movie. Like it had the good because it was like they got so bad with um, what's his face uh, Pierce Brosnan. Oh, like those yeah. last couple of Pierce Brosnans were so bad and just campy and horrible yeah. and then they came back and they completely reinvented the character and they made like 
probably the perfect Bond movie. Yeah, I mean, because if it wasn't for those, because I really liked Pierce Brosnan, like in GoldenEye, and mm-hmm. um, what's the what's the other one? Uh, uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. There you go. Um, but because uh, that, I mean, because that's you know, I you know more more so grew up in the '90s, so I. I Kind of lean towards him a little, but yeah, I mean Daniel Craig is there, but he, I, I always have to go towards the you know Sean Connery. I yeah, mean, he's and he, going back and watching those toe to toe with Daniel for it, sure. Yeah, because yeah, he is he's the inventor of it. You know, yeah. he's the creator of he's Bond. The original. Yeah. yeah, you know what I will say though, if Casino Royale is not the best James Bond, Casino Royale has the best James Bond Bond girl, bro. Casino Royale has the best Bond Ava girl Green ever. Yeah. Eva Green, in my my opinion, is the best James Bond girl ever. They yeah. actually give her a character. I mean, come on. Well, <laughs> Instead of looking good, she actually acted. She has a character. Yeah. You felt her, yeah. but you felt it's the true. love. And that's why that movie works so much because of their chemistry and because of what was on the line with their relationship. Let's face it. But, I mean, she is like the quintessential Bond girl. She's Vesper Lynn. I mean, she's the first Bond girl. She's the reason that James Bond is why he is because right. of yeah. what she did to him. I mean, I mean, his his martini is the Vesper. I mean, it's <laughs> and so it's and they found the perfect actress because mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know she's French, she is French and she like most French people can't do an accent. Yeah, she does a British accent. She can do an American accent. Like she's an awesome actress. She was like the perfect character or the perfect actress for that character. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely hard to find like because typically you know English or American they're interchangeable. They can easily go back and forth. But yeah, when you have a foreign actor doing that, that's yeah. I had no idea she was French, so that's that's pretty awesome. Uh, who is uh, who you say the best villain is? The best villain. I mean, you Blofeld. You kind of have to go with Donald Pleasant's Blofeld because mm-hmm. he's like the he's you know basically Doctor Evil and everybody all right, e- yeah. e- evil characters after that. But we, we might not have had uh, Austin Powers if, if it wasn't for him. So. Exactly. <laughs> now I don't like if the, all the villains. Actually, two of my favorite henchmen are uh, Mr. Kintz and Mr. Or what, Mr. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> from Diamonds Are Forever, uh, Mr. Kit and Mr. Wentz. They're okay, yeah. a gay couple mm-hmm. who are like killers together, and they're so wow. weird and awkward. Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> they're they're like so out of place in the James Bond universe, but they're like. <laughs> they're just I, yeah. they're two of my favorite characters. Which one is uh, Jaws? Jaws. He was in uh, the Spy Who Loved Me, and he was in Moonraker. I think are the two that he was in, and and he's he is a great character because of he's just so different. Like those yeah. teeth are crazy. I mean, they're completely not like a, a plausible death weapon. Them teeth though, <laughs> and them teeth though. The guy who plays him. It's in Happy Gilmore. There you go. <laughs> you said it. Javier Bardem, Skyfall. No, he is yeah. actually. I do like his. He's a good villain. Hell Although, yeah, he was. what about a, Christoph Waltz? Yeah, Christoph Waltz man he's was too, Christoph Waltz. He's too Christoph so like, Waltz, I think. I know like, he, he's, he's in <laughs> trouble to I the mean, point where it's after like, Inglorious Bastards and Django Unchained. Like he has that same personality. Like, two and same Academy like, Awards I mean, yeah. for both of those. Mm-hmm. But and, I, and I love him. But uh, but yeah, it's just it gets old after a while. Like show some you don't show much range. Yeah, and I I think that they're gonna do more with him in the next movie because at the end of Spectre. If he's spoiler, alert. spoiler alert! Yeah, he gets cut across the face, so he's gonna have the Donald Pleasant like yeah. scar. And I think going to the next movie, I think the best way to start the next movie is the cold open is him getting uh, like broken out of prison. I think oh. that would be the best way to open up the next movie. Yeah. And then because you know we're, I think we're gonna talk about this, 
if Daniel Craig comes back, which I think he's going to come back for one more. Yeah, I, I hope he does. I man. think they're giving him a wide, you know, just, just go do your thing, go do what you want, right. and come back when you're ready. We're going to start writing it now. And he, and I think he's going to come back. And I think if they do that, the best way to wrap it all up is to kind of merge Diamonds Are Forever and Honor Majesty's Service together. Yeah. Or have Blofeld break out of prison and either kill or kidnap uh, Leah Sadu's character, uh, Madeline Stowe. Is that her name? Yeah. I think. Sorry, I'm <laughs> bad with names today. But have because the way that they ended Spectre, they kind of made it so they could end it if they wanted to, but they could also bring him back. And if I think they'd be perfect for Blofeld to get out, Bond is retired. He goes after her. Bond has to come back and take on Blofeld, and then you wrap it up with Daniel Craig, and then bring in a new Bond. In yeah, the next like four years. So uh, who do you think would be a good Bond next? Oh, I, I always like when this whole thing was happening with Daniel Craig not saying he wasn't coming back because he just didn't enjoy himself or whatever he said. I always liked the fact of Ind- uh, Idris, Idris Elba. Elba. Yeah. So He's I. too old, though. Yeah, that's that's because the thing. Because you have we'll to. Do two. That's it. You have to sign up for 10 years because you have to do at least three or four bonds. And the right. way they put them out now, they come out every two, two and a half yeah. years now. So it's. He's too old. He I, is too old. But yeah, I mean, in his prime, I think that would have been a perfect choice. Um, yeah. I li- I like the pick. I think he's, but he's almost fifty already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. You gotta you gotta take that. I mean, Daniel Craig is fifty now, and he's been doing it for a decade. Right. So yeah. I mean, but so yeah. I mean, it would make sense to have him again, but yeah, to bring on someone new. Yeah, I see what you're saying. We don't want him there. in two movies being Roger Moore from a View to a Kill at fifty-eight <laughs> years old, <laughs> yeah. trying to do action scenes not so much. <laughs> what's your What's your least favorite Bond film? My least favorite Bond film. Well, the one I've seen the least is On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Which but one is that? It's the one with uh, George Lazenby. Or oh. The one movie that... Which is... <laughs> it's the movie where he wears a kilt and the plumy shirt that yeah. Austin Powers wears. Like, that's where he got it from. And, it's like, <laughs> and it was such a weird movie because it was, it was made in, like, 69, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was more artsy and it was and lazenby just wasn't the right guy for it it's and it's a good movie it's right. better now when you watch it a few times but it's the one i've seen the least i think the one that's the worst is die another day die another day when i left the theater made me th- think that i was never gonna go see another james bond movie <laughs> is that the Halle berry one yes which <laughs> oh, so bad they, Dude, when he's like surfing on the wave it's yes like, oh. that made me i almost got him walked out of the theater so i was bad. like this is so bad it, i mean it, but it, i mean madonna's song i mean <laughs> that I was the worst bond well, song ever. and you know what they were actually planning on making a spinoff with jinx Halle berry's character that's why michael I, madsen was in the movie because they were going to make a spinoff and they yeah. actually which is crazy because here's the the guys who are going to write the next movie are the the, the uh, group called there are two guys named Purvis and Wade last mm. names they've written all the James Bond movies with either co-written or written it together since the world is not enough and they also wrote the spinoff for Jinx and they also wrote Johnny English so oh. it's like I don't know how to take these guys because they've yeah. done some of the worst Bond movies but they've also done some of the best so right. I'm not sure <laughs> how I feel about these guys man yeah um but yeah, speaking of who who's going to be next, I mean, obviously we don't know if Daniel Craig's going to do the next one. Um, I, I know Tom Hiddleston was was part of the conversation. Yeah. After Kong, I don't want to hear his name. <laughs> yeah, I, I, do you know who I actually really think would be a good Bond is Michael Fassbender. Yeah, I, I feel I, you on that one, man. I like that one. Yeah, I, I, I really, I really, really like kill that. It. He might be a little bit on the edge of the age, but I think no, he could, he could Fassbender, kill it. 
Fassbender's in the middle of the age, bro. Like, he's perfect. He's not too young. He's not too old. I think I, he can do, like, three movies. I, I, I honestly, I think it's going to be someone that, you know, has been around for a little bit, but it's not going to be someone that's so wide known. Because, I mean, that's typically what they've done. I mean, yeah. Daniel Craig, not well, many yeah, people when, when Daniel who, Craig, nah, When they got Daniel Craig, people hated it. Yeah. There was literally, like, riots in the streets right, in yeah. England <laughs> about it because it was like, he wasn't dark-haired. He was, like, a guy that nobody had heard of, and he was kind yeah, of blonde hair, blue eyes, man. Yeah, which is what Bond is in the books, which is funny. But oh, Sean really? Connery has <laughs> made the on-screen Bond be a dark-haired, you know, tall, dark-haired guy. So yeah, yeah. That... <laughs> well, what's uh? When did the first Pierce Brosnan one come out? Ninety-five. That, that was ninety-five. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he wasn't. Goldeneye yeah. was his only good well, one. Well, he was opinion. supposed to do the Timothy Dalton ones, but Remington oh. Steele wouldn't let him out of his contract, which is crazy. Oh wow! He was going to the press conference to announce him as James Bond and. Remington Steele called him up and said, we're renewing your contract. You can't do James Bond because his wife was in, um, I think for her, your eyes only. She was like a Bond girl in one of those movies when he was like real young and he was like 20. And um, they were like, this guy is going to be the next Bond. And they wanted him for um, the Living Daylights, but he couldn't get out of his Remington Steele contract, which a side note on that, the 80s TV directors or producers were horrible because Tom Selleck was going to be, um, Indiana Jones right, and Magnum yeah. P.I. wouldn't let him out of his contract. So That's it's like, crazy, Which is man. so dumb That's... now because it's like you think if you have Indiana Jones, more people are going to watch your TV show. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, that would just be a good a PR move right there. Um, but uh, what's the better Pierce Brosnan, Pierce Brosnan movie? Well, I think... Uh, well, okay. uh, not, not, not comparing to James Bond. Oh, uh, Goldeneye or Thomas Crown Affair? No, or uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> well, not performance-wise. I mean, I mean, he kind of was a spy in Mrs. Doubtfire. So. Yeah, yeah, he kind of was. He kind of was. Although I will say, Thomas Crown Affair was a better Bond movie than three of the four Bond movies that that he made. Yeah, because <laughs> the last two were bad. I mean, I'll watch them. I've seen them like ten times each, but they're bad. All right, to put you on the the spot here, your your top three Bond movies. My top three Bond movies. I'm gonna go. With Casino Royale from that, Russia with Love. Number one or number three? Uh, no, I'll go with that number one. Wow, okay. Yes. And I would go Live and Let Die as number two. And uh, From Russia with Love as number three. There's so many names. Okay, so Live and Let Die, which one is that? That yeah. is the, that's the one with the voodoo guys. When, what uh, what bond? What it was Roger Moore. It was his Roger, first oh, okay, one in Roger 73 Moore, yeah. where he uh, was the, he was in Louisiana and stuff and he like had to run across the alligators. Yeah. So it's, it's got a great. It's got a I've, great. I, I don't think I've ever soundtrack. seen the movie, but I, I've seen that scene. That yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's got the scene where he jumps over the like he's he's going through the swamps and he yeah. jumps over like one of the the uh, dikes and stuff with the boat. <laughs> like I, it's it's a it's so different. Yeah, because it's I mean it was early seventies and it's like um you know it's like when the Shaft and Dolomite movies were very popular, so they basically just made one of those movies and we're like yeah we'll make it a Bond movie. <laughs> It was good. I mean, I love it, and it's got a, It's got one of the best Bond songs. Yeah, you know, Live and which Let Die. Which one's that? Which yeah. one's that? Live and Let Die. hundred percent. Hundred percent. One hundred. But no, uh, Skyfall's by Adele. Come on, man. That's good. Can't hate on Skyfall. No, it's good. The thing is, is I, I have a playlist on my Spotify of all the Bond songs <laughs> that I listen to, even like the Shirley Bassey's, like Diamonds Are Forever, and yeah. the old ones, like Dude, Diamonds Are Forever. Is my wife makes fun of me about it. So hey. Um, you love what you love. <laughs> so, you want to test your knowledge Let's do on it. some Bond mm-hmm. movies? 
Uh, I just I pulled this. Uh, it's uh, 50 questions. We're not going to do 50 questions. Uh, let's oh, we got do... time. Come on. What are we doing? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what, <laughs> what you got going tonight? Uh, let's see here. I'm just pulling a, a quiz at random here. I hope it's uh, difficult enough for you. All right. I uh, hope it's challenging. Uh, let's see here. Okay, let me just go back to the one I had. Sorry, folks. All right, so well, we're, we're doing Colin here because he obviously knows his stuff about Bond. You know, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not. I have not seen every James Bond movie, but uh, but here we go. Okay, so it might start off easy. Let's let's just see okay. how, how you do. All right, so question one: What was the name of the first Bond film? Doctor No. That is correct. One for one. Keep track, <laughs> Minnie, would you? Uh, I'm I'm paying attention. Who was the first actor to play M? Oh, uh, Bernard Lee. Ooh, very good. And I, if you want the option for multiple choice, oh, I, oh, I will, I will choice. give it to okay, you, but right. I want to see if you can get it without that. <laughs> all right. uh, which was the first Bond film to star Pierce Brosnan? Uh, Goldeneye. There you go. That was a gimme. Uh, <laughs> what is the title? Oh, okay. So, I mean, this yeah. is... What is the title of the 23rd James Bond film? It would be Skyfall. Wow, look at that. What? <laughs> That's crazy, bro, that you actually know that. Man, wait. wait I told you his Bond Spectre was the last one. Yeah, goal. it was 24. Oh, okay, yeah. so, okay, gotcha. Um, how is Major uh, Boothroyd better known? Q. Very good. Man, he is five for five. <laughs> Let's keep this going. Um, which Bond film is set primarily in Japan? Uh, you Only Live Twice. It's my ringtone on my phone. Is the <laughs> Look at this guy. All right. Spectre stands for Special Executive for Counterintelligence Terrorism, Revenge, and, and Extortion. I could have told you all of them, but <laughs> he's finishing sentences, uh, bro. I I don't. I actually. I mean, I think the only one I would have gotten right was uh, without guessing, would be uh, Goldeneye, the first. Or now, the what first movie are cousin. your boxers from right now? Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, What's your background on your phone, bro? What's your screensaver right now? Oh, it's. Oh, it's Batman. Batman. Oh, okay, man, all right, let on. me down on that one. <laughs> all right, so what is the? Uh, let me just make sure this is a good question. Uh, what is the English name of Elliot Carver's newspaper in Tomorrow Never Dies? Oh God, I don't, I don't know that one. Slack and I'll give you multiple okay. choice. It's they give three choices okay. for multiple choice. You're not a Bond fan, bro. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, bro. <laughs> tomorrow, wind of change, or today? I'm gonna say tomorrow. He was right. Yeah. <laughs> he got it right. Oh man. All right. So which film? This is number nine. We'll do we'll do ten here. All right. Which film featured London's Millennium Dome? Um, that was the world is not enough. And he is correct again. <laughs> Look at this guy. Uh, if he didn't serious? have a big head coming in here, he <laughs> certainly has one now. Wow. And my pants just got tighter. Uh, question number 10. Name the film in which Maude Adams plays the title role. Octopussy. Hey whoa, 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 whoa. All right, I gotta go until he misses. But she what? also, she also was <laughs> never a, gonna miss. But here's the thing: Maud Adams was also in the Man with the Golden Gun. She was like one of the Bond girls that gets killed like halfway oh, through. Oh, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, all right. We'll give a couple more. I, right. I, I want him to miss one. What is the code name of Goldfinger's plan to rob Fort Knox? The code name of Goldfinger's plan to rob oh, Fort Knox. No is... multiple choice. Don't give many. No, I know this. It is. Um, if you give me the multiple caps. choice, I'll Don't know give it. No handicap. 
But it is. I don't. I don't remember what it is. But if you t- if you, you call suck, choice, I will know what it is. <laughs> you, sorry, bro. You suck, yeah. bro. You call yourself the James right. Bond fan. All right. The choices are: Hold the Fort, Gold Run, Operation Grand Slam. Grand Slam. Sorry, man. Yeah. For real? Now no, you got it right. Oh. <laughs> right. I want them to lose. Let me see if they get harder by the fifty. Uh, let's see. What do you mean harder? I like, how do you <laughs> not? How do you get that? What's hard? What does the double O signify in 007? The That's number of kills you have to have. Um, well, I might be wrong. I don't. I just kind of. I'll. I'll get a license to kill. Uh, was one of the options. The rank of commander, a license to no. carry firearms. So I'll say a license to kill. We'll give him that. What is Moonraker? It is a space shuttle, dude. That's easy. Yeah, bro. come on, man. Come I've on, seen Moonraker like that. fifteen yeah. times. Which the, the it's one of my favorite right. Bond girls. It's uh, Doctor Molly Goodhead. All right, let, let's see. If, <laughs> or Holly, go ahead. This one. If, 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 he, if, he, if he gets this. All right. Name one film in which Sheriff J.W. Pepper appears. Oh, he's in The Man with the Golden Gun and uh, 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 the... Well, you just need to name yes, one. Yes, that's one. And the other one is, uh, you know, uh, I can't even think of it. Number Live and Let Die. Okay. Well, that second one would have been right. He's actually not in The Man with the Golden Gun. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, what? I mean, that's what it's the quiz. Says. What is the other it's one like, he says he's in? Oh, no, nothing, bro. Uh, it's, uh, it, didn't, it just says name one film. I guess no. he's the also, only, there's only one right answer he's on this. Also, so I he's probably was the, supposed to give you the multiple choice. He's also in one. The Man with the Golden Gun. Is he, though? Yes. He runs into him on vacation. So you're calling hey, the website wrong? Mm-hmm. We're going to have to do a fact check on that uh, after the show. I'm come back next week and let you guys know. All right. <laughs> All right so I'm impressed. Very well done. Honestly, well done. I'm yeah, I'm blown away right yeah, now. Yeah, that was very impressive. I you know I knew you liked James Bond. You were like, oh, we can talk about James Bond yeah, all day. We didn't know you liked him that much. <laughs> I know, oh, man, man. Bro. I'm an is... unapologetic Bond addict. Like, can't. <laughs> How many films did Timothy Timothy Dalton have? Two. Dude, that's easy, bro. Yeah. Even I know that one. Come I on. just, I just, that was not even a question. I uh, <laughs> asked that myself. Who had the one? Uh, Lazenby. What kind of car did James Bond have in Live and Let Die? Hmm. Well, it, the funny thing is about Live and, uh, no, Live and Let Die, I don't even know if he oh, drives a car. Oh, you don't know the answer. Do you know the answer? No. Because he actually, I don't know if he actually ever drives a car in that movie, to be honest Look with you. Look that up, bro. What, 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 what oh. kind of car does James Bond have in Live and Let Die, and he doesn't know this? And he said, his, his answer is he doesn't drive a car in that movie. Why am I the only one with... Uh... Uh, internet. I and James you. Bond doesn't um, drive a car in one of his movies. Wait, what car does? Live and let die, bro. Because I can tell you that Sean Connery, like the original Bond, started out with a Bentley, and then he moved to the Austin Martin, which I, you know everyone knows, DB5. But but and then actually they act in some of Roger Moore's later movies, like The Spy Who Loved Me, he drove a Lotus. <laughs> so what's your answer for this one? Is what I'm saying. Uh, what did you say for Live and Let Die? I said I didn't know. I didn't oh, know okay. what car he drove. Oh, so you don't know the answer? No. Wait, wait. Well, he does not know the answer. I guess you're not a James Bond. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Live and let die. Wait. Vehicle. Okay, I don't so even need to know the all. answer. This I just want to see all. if he knew it. I know. Because um, the man with the golden gun, he actually drives like an AMC or something <laughs> crappy car like that. Wait, uh, who's the actor in Live and Let Die? Roger Moore. I was going to say that. Just testing you again. Yeah. <laughs> just testing you. Ah, shit. Dude. Keep talking, guys. If I could do my taxes as well as I know James Bond, I'd probably be pretty rich. <laughs> that would be. That I could do dope. anything as well as you know James Bond <laughs> in life. 
Um, what? Uh, who is your favorite Bond? Oh, that's what I wanted to say when you brought up Casino Royale. Mm. Uh, you could tell what year it came out just by the parkour yeah. in it. I mean, and the fact that it had poker. Oh, the parkour in Casino <laughs> Royale was amazing. What are you talking about? You know the guy that he's chasing? The beginning scene you're talking about? Dude, that's one of the best beginning scenes. Dude, yeah. And honestly, the best thing about Spectre was probably the beginning scene. Yeah. That's right, a good opening man? scene. That's a, one of the best that, opening Because it was like ever. an old school Bond opening theme, like being yeah. in Mexico City with a... Yeah. The which, Day of the Dead. Do you know what I actually read is that they did not have a Day of the Dead parade like that until after Spectre. And now they... It's, it's like it's, I read that really? somewhere. That, like, they, yeah, they, they, they just did like you know celebrations, but they didn't have like this big parade in the middle of town. And now since they've had Spectre, yeah. they're, they've started to do it. <laughs> no, if you drop Spectre, the first thing I think of is the opening scene. Yeah, because it was like when it when I went and saw it in the theater and I was like, I saw it and I was like, it opened up in Mexico City. I was like, this is so cool. It's like an old school Bond opening, cold open. I loved it. Is your favorite James Bond movie... Well, let me. Uh, is your favorite movie of all time a James Bond movie? No. What's your favorite movie of all time? Pulp Fiction. Oh, look at this guy. Okay. What's yeah. your favorite okay. movie of all time, Vinny? I don't have one. Come on. I, if, seriously. How, do you have if, a top five? Let's do top five. I got yeah, a top, top five. five. Okay, I'm gonna go with. Um, um, all right, I'm gonna go with Dead Poet Society. Watch That's, it. I have, actually, that I have movie not actually seen changed Dead my Poet life. Society. I probably that need to watch that because everyone tells life. me it's good. Watch, watch I've just never gotten Dead Poet Society. I'm going to go with all genres right now that I th- can think of. Yeah. Dead Poet Society actually changed my life. Inception, yeah. one of the most original sci-fi movies ever yeah, made. That's a good movie. I'm going to have to pick a Scorsese, but I don't know which one. Goodfellas. Just for the heck of it, I'm going to go Goodfellas. Yeah, this is just off of whim. So yeah. This is off of whim. So we got Dead Poets, Inception, Goodfellas. Dang, top five. Let me let me just pick my favorite directors here. I'm gonna go Fight Club. Yeah, Fight Club. I'm thinking great. of favorite directors. I'm thinking David Fincher, Christopher Nolan, Scorsese. Oh man, nah, I can't think. How of many? It's, it's really hard, how man. Many There's so many. So I have one left, but what you got? Oh, oh no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop a Tarantino. Let's drop a Tarantino. I'm gonna drop. Uh, I can't drop Reservoir Dogs because I screwed <laughs> that don't one even up. Know it. I'm a, I'll put Pulp Fiction up there yeah. too. Okay. Okay. Um, I just made a list the other not too long ago, and I totally forgot what the top five were. But oh man! All right, so my number five—you can't pick every Scorsese movie because every oh, Scorsese movie is my favorite movie. So, yeah, oh, okay, I mean, they're all good. Well, there's no rules. And here. Robert De Niro movie is there's there's no rules here. Uh, number five, I'll go Raging Bull. Uh, number four, I'm going uh, uh, Star Wars. Uh, just I'm lumping the original trilogy all together. Except for Jedi, because that's a piece of crap. Hey, come on. Stop it. Stop it. Dude, Return of the Jedi, a piece of crap? Yes. That, I've had this conversation what? before. It is like my fifth favorite Star Wars movie. Dude, Return like... of the Jedi is not a piece of crap, bro. Get out. I mean, what a piece of crap. I mean... Okay, it's not a piece of crap. It's like it's like Bond. Like There are some really bad Bond movies, but I still love them. All right, so take out the Ewoks, the Indoor scene. Take okay. out... I mean, what, what don't you like about it? I don't like the whole first part. The, the job scene, yeah, it makes it. It doesn't move the movie along at all. The plot is dumb, and it's just like it was just thrown in there as like a. It has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. <laughs> Let's not get hype on Star Wars. Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> honestly, our show about the top ten 
best of the 21st century would be my my top 10 like you got i mean uh, minus you know scorsese and everything you got great uh, you got uh, no country for old men there will be blood those are all yeah. my top man i i mean no no country I, no country for old men slum dog is up yeah. there bro it's hard I for me to slum pick dog. one over the other for those yeah, two um i love I, the coen brothers they're no, amazing bro because like inside Lewin davis man. big lebowski is in my top five i yeah. love that movie it's like it's like I've seen it a hundred times. Yeah, and I, mean, I still watch it. The most time. underrated Coen Brothers movie is Burn After Reading. You know, what? I, I was seen parts dying of that movie, laughing. I was, I was the only one of the only laughing. Actually, I have seen movie. all of that one. Yeah, that one is good. It gets I a lot of it. negative awesome, stuff, but it's yeah, awesome. I love that movie. Um, but so yeah, uh, number four, Star. Uh, uh, what did I say? Raging Bull. Star Wars. Actually, I'll I'll go Indiana Jones first. Uh, the Matrix. Raiders of Lost Ark. Uh, I won't the Matrix. Anything. Uh, Shut up. Keanu. <laughs> this guy doesn't like the Matrix. Matrix um, 3. Definitely the yeah, superior Matrix product of that trilogy. Uh, revolutions. Um, speaking of Matrix, we're gonna, uh, we don't have to talk about that. Uh, um, all right. So number five, uh, Raging Ball. Number four, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Number three, the Star Wars movies uh, combined. Number two, Godfather Part one and two combined. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Those are given, bro. That's like when I pick Dunkirk. That's a given. What? Well, well, you can't I, pick not, The Godfather. Of course, it's the greatest. It's you the can, greatest movie of all time. Wait, not alone just it wasn't, it wasn't even your top five. Of yeah. course, it is, bro. It's The Godfather. So, so it's the five. best. The, wait, no, dude, it's probably it's the actually, best movie ever made. It had The no, Godfather Part Two is my favorite. Actually, it had nothing to do with Dunkirk. You picked Dunkirk just to be different. <laughs> no, because I didn't want to pick Star Wars because it's a given. Exactly. Yeah. Of course, Godfather's on your Are you talking about five. the movies you want to see the most this year? Is that what you're talking about? Nah, you, you got to hear the All podcast, bro. They were giving me crap because I didn't yeah, put we, Star yeah, Wars. Our, our most anticipated yeah. movies. Given, of course. Well, yeah, Star Wars is a given. And then I would yeah. think after Star Wars is Dunkirk. Dunkirk well, dude, is the it, one I want to see. If no one has year. the Godfather, either part one or part two on their top five of all time, they don't know movies. Because <laughs> it's the well, probably the greatest movies I, ever made. I'd say number two. I can understand how people wouldn't have it in their top five, no. top ten at least. But uh, I would say if you're going to talk superior movies about La Mafia, Oscar is one of the top five for sure. Well, Oscar? Wow. Sarcasm. Sarcasm. <laughs> okay, that was okay. We we have a I have a sarcasm. We almost threw him out. We almost threw him out. Okay, and then my number one, Taxi Driver. So you do love Taxi you driver. some De Niro and oh. some Scorsese, don't oh. you? <laughs> yes, I absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Raging Bull is over the years has gone up higher on my list just because I just appreciate. You know, it. it's been so long since that movie. I probably need to watch it yes. again because it's like it's a, it's a work of art. Like it's the <laughs> Raging Bull is still probably up there with uh, Daniel Day Lewis and There Will Be Blood. Probably one of the best male performances, acting wise, you'll ever yes. see in your mm -hmm. entire life. Yep, is Raging awesome. Bull. And then Taxi Driver for me, I don't know. Just uh, Taxi Driver does it for you. Just, see, Raging Bull does it for me a little bit more than yeah. Taxi Driver. No, I can, I could totally see that. But there's always been a debate, you know, yeah. between those two. So uh, you said uh, Pulp Fiction number one. What yep. else you got? Uh, Big Lebowski is in there. Uh, Fifth Element. Oh, I love that. That's yes. like people either love it or yeah. they hate it. And it's like, like I love it. It's like I to me having a movie that is a little bit different and out there and just takes chances to yeah. me makes up for sometimes not having a plot. Which yeah. that movie has actually got a decent plot. It was written by the guy when he was 15 years old, and then he made the movie. I actually eventually. did not know that. Wow. And it's like, yeah, I just love it. I love everything about it because I mean, it's got action. It's got comedy. It's got like a love story. And it's yeah. like, it's just, and it's shot so fun. And Chris Tucker, super green. I mean, Chris Tucker. <laughs> See, I like Chris Tucker Friday yeah. better. So but. far, you got two Bruce Willis's right there. Um, but Fifth Element, wow, I'm, I'm actually, I mean, I love that. I, I'm one of the ones.
ones that love that, but it probably wouldn't even be in my top 50. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Whoa, bro. Well, bold statement. Yeah. Hey, there's thousands of movies. Come exactly. on. If you're in my top 50, I like you. <laughs> yeah. And then Goodfellas is definitely in my top five. Yep. Because it's like, I, that's one of those movies that's every time it's on, I like watch like 10, 15 minutes of it before I get oh, off the room. You know, it's yeah, like, of course. So good. It's like the, per- well, that's another yeah. movie. It's like a perfect movie. Like, yeah, people yeah. watch, people ask me, like, well, what was your favorite Disney movie? And they're like, oh, yeah, Beauty and the Beast. And like, I was watching Goodfellas with my dad when I was like 10 yeah. years old. <laughs> like, I wasn't watching Beauty and the Beast. I was watching Goodfellas. <laughs> and then number five, I don't know. It's like, it's hard to, because I love like Fight Club yeah. might be up there, but so Gladiator. Like I love Gladiator too. Like that Gladiator. is one of my favorite movies to watch yeah. too. I know all my movies are like 1990s. It tells you how old I am. <laughs> Gladiator's no, good, dude. I, I've always said the. I mean, even to this day, the 70s and the 90s are my favorite era of movies. Really, you like the 70s? I love the 70s. Like, I got into a kick where I tried to watch like Chinatown and oh. those and like oh, uh, Chinatown was, was rough for me, man. I did not like it. Oh, well, I think it's just when I was like. I don't know, 15, 16, like I really discovered that I really like movies. So I went yeah. and like went back and watched all those movies and just. How do you feel about Deer Hunter? Amazing. Like I love it, but I could do uh, without the 45 minutes of the wedding in yeah, the beginning. The, the wedding, <laughs> I think the, 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 I, I, was, I feel that, but. But after that, Christopher Walken's character mm. is so freaking intense in that whole I, movie. I always like, stick up for the wedding scene because you, you need that buildup. You need yeah. to show their relationship together. You okay. need to show that they're kind of going. We could do it in 20 minutes, no 25 one's got, minutes. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it yeah. is super No long. one's got love for Kubrick. It is super long. I know. I do love me some Kubrick. Yeah, like, I love Kubrick. I will tell you what. That, that scene in Full Metal Jacket when uh, Pyle is eating the donut and he pulls away and like they're all doing the push-ups is one of my favorite yeah. shots of any movie because it's just like the way it – the way that it's framed and it's shot and the the emotions that it conveys is perfect. Yeah. Like I love it. Well that and that's another movie where the you know, the first half of it is just awesome and then when yeah. once they get in Vietnam it's just like It's still good, but yeah, the yeah, the like, first yeah. Well that's it's a comedy for the first yeah, hour. It is. It really is. <laughs> seven. Uh, but I hate seven. seven. You hate Yes. What? I don't know if it's because I waited too long to see it and everyone told me how good it was and I went and saw that, it and I was like, that it's does, okay. Yeah, that, that really affects people's views. I mean, I've gone into movies thinking it's going to be awesome and it sucks and then I've gone into movies thinking it's going to be terrible and yeah. I love it. And so. it's like, I love Usual Suspects. If you're going to make Kevin Space oh, movies. Oh, my man. Usual Suspects. Kaiser Soze. Kaiser Soze. I was watching that last night. The thing bro. about that movie is we went and saw it in the theater when I was in high school. And we missed the first like 10 minutes because we were late. So we missed that whole boat scene. Oh. So we were lost. Yeah. And so when Kaiser Soze was, spoiler alert, um, <laughs> was Verbal Kent, the... We were like, oh my god! Yeah. Wait, Kaiser so says verbal. Yeah, sorry, dude. You should have. Sorry, bro. Sorry, <laughs> bro. I only gave you twenty-two years to see it. So, <laughs> haven't you seen Scary Movie? Come on. Isn't that yeah, scary I would movie? put I Usual Suspects it. up there um, too. Yeah, yeah Usual a... Suspects was in my top ten for the longest time. I think since uh, it got no booted country, out. After I think the it, years. it got thing, booted out after No Country for no, Old Men. It's and, a good movie. Oh, it's a great movie. It's like it's got one of the best twist endings of all time. But that's the thing is, it's the ending because the movie's okay. And the ending is awesome. I mean, which a lot of a lot of people have said about Rogue One, which which, which I disagree. I, I will tell you, Rogue One is top three or four Star Wars movies for me. Oh yeah, I, love, uh, I was Rogue One's top three for. I was telling him yeah. it is basically a Bond movie. Yeah. They are jumping from location to location. They are trying to stop a super villain from making his super weapon, and all the female characters die. Like it is basically a Bond movie. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> now tell me how Beauty and the Beast is like a Bond movie. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. I um, but yeah, Usual Suspects for me has always been been up there. And back then, when uh, Brian Singer used to make good movies, 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, because he's yeah, he's been stuck on the X Men thing for a while. Um, I mean, he still makes decent movies, but you can tell like that movie was a passion for him. Oh, absolutely, you know, it was like this indie, you know, not big budget movie. And it you could it was like his debut, bro, his debut, and then Speaking he comes out which, with X Men after. Was that his yeah. first movie? Yeah, Usual Usual Suspects was his first movie. Wow, that was like his debut. It might not have been technically his first movie, but it's like his debut where everyone's yeah, like, "Who is this guy?" Yeah. yeah, but I'm pretty sure it was technically his debut. But yeah, that's Kevin crazy. Spacey in that, and then I mean Kevin Spacey in American Beauty. Yeah, that's a great movie. Ooh, that's that's in my top ten. I'm the king of real estate. Actually, I want to talk to you about American <laughs> Beauty after the show. By the way, do you? Yeah. Do you want to talk about it now or nah, okay. too, too long? Too long. <laughs> okay. Too long. Um. So, wow, that we gave our top five. wasn't wasn't uh, planning that, but it's not set in stone, folks. You know, Paul I Thomas mean, Anderson. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. I can't wait. I can't wait to see more there details about the movie. Oh, uh, bro, yeah. I I just I like if I had to choose one over the other with that. No, it's so weird because they came out like the same yeah. year, but that No Country for Old Men just always always stood out to me. It's just one day I like No Country yeah. for Old Men a little better. No, what day? Like Gangs, Gangs in New York came out. What what won that that year? O two, uh, no. Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Dude, really Gangs in New York. Was that movie so is much great. better than Chicago. Yeah, well, Scorsese right. always gets screwed over. Scorsese, like, he really does. No. He really does. Finally, in Depa- for Departed, Departed which yeah. is a great Silence. Movie. He got snubbed this year too. Yeah, he got snubbed. I, I, he wasn't going to win, but he definitely got snubbed for the nomination. For the nom. Um, but uh, what was I going to look up? Hey guys, how are you? Also, how you can tie everything into a Bond movie? The uh, Benicio del Toro <laughs> is a bad guy in a Bond movie. Which one? He is in the oh. uh, License to Kill. Yeah, that was like one of his first. Was that one? Yeah, of his, yeah. he was like he was like twenty. Yeah. He's like super skinny and stuff. That's awesome. <laughs> and he's so Benicio del Toro because it's like one big line is like, "She had a great honeymoon." <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see. Uh... What his character will even be in the Last Jedi? I know. The next, uh... Oh, Drive is up there on my top. That was that was really? on my twenty. I mean, 20th I love century. that movie, but that was on my twentieth century ones. Yeah. Um... I'm like thinking of different actors in different movies. I mean, Place Beyond the Pines is really good. But, um, Prisoners, Nightcrawler, I, I... those Whiplash, those were all like. There's so many good movies, bro. Well, do you know what? I... Sorry, to jump. It's like harder. But I've heard that they might make Benicio del Toro a villain, Boba Fett. Because he was actually on the line. He was like one of the people that they were yeah. going to bring in for Django Fett for yeah. the prequels. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, because he would be an older... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you'd have to get Boba Fett out of the pit of Sarlacc. Because I was I was going to say he's he would be an older version of um, the guy who played Django Fett. But, uh, but are, is, at, Boba Fett's... Is he technically a clone or is he like... He a, is. He's the clone, the unaltered clone that he made. Okay, so yeah, he would be just an older version of that actor. Yeah. So that's I, I I just don't see that that happening. If that's the case, ugh. which he's got to be to be in the Jedi, he'd have to be like seventy because yeah. that's like it is literally like sixty years after Attack of the Clones, right? Yeah, <laughs> I I really hope they don't do that because I I hope they stay away from Boba Fett. Leave him more of a just, just a mystery. Let character. us keep him just, in our hearts. Exactly. Changing subject back to I'm just thinking whoa, about movies. Whoa, what? You know one movie we're leaving out, right? Between me and you, which one? 
Come on, bro. La La Land? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't we not say I that mean, just for the fact yeah. the way it moved us and, yeah, no. and to, I mean, to it's, like it's, a musical? To I love tried watching that movie. Even Yvonne hated it. My wife hated it. She was, like, she was like, this movie's oh. trying too hard to win oh. an Oscar. No. <laughs> Kick him How out. far did you get into it? I got to... And hope you enjoyed calling on the guest spot this, <laughs> week, this week. I got to the part when they were like, uh, after when they were looking for the car, like, and they were walking around singing on like by the light poles and stuff. Bro. Yeah, I know. I probably made it about 20 minutes. You didn't get anywhere. I know. Come on. It's about the as far first as... twenty minutes are the worst twenty minutes. Well, I, mean, so I, I compare movies sometimes to songs, you know, music. Like sometimes a song starts off, it's just like they got it. It crap? can suck for twenty minutes before I really get into it, and then I love it. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's a good song is a good twenty minutes long, and you know, it's like an American Pie, but just like no. longer. I, I feel like we should prep a top ten every week, like top ten shots, top ten fight scenes, top ten performances. Look at this guy's. He's making. He's He's doing business right yeah. now on the show. Yeah. He, Top he's... 10 shots because you were talking about shots. Okay. You know? Well, you know what we should probably do is record our production meetings and we'll put those on YouTube <laughs> for like if you want to watch that. You there know? you go. There you <laughs> go. I mean, the Goodfellas uh, Coco Cabana shot. Bro. That is that tracking shot is one of my that favorite shots. Shot. Yeah, so good. Shot. And you want to talk about tracking shots? Let's talk about children of men tracking shot, bro. Oh yeah, the with the one of the, the greatest car ever too. And, yeah, oh, that's yeah. that's great. But yeah, I mean Scorsese with the tracking shots, Quentin Tarantino's you know dialogue too. Uh, yeah, and his dialogue. Um, but uh, actually, Wait, what shots are you talking about from Quentin Tarantino? Uh, the uh, there's one in, in Glorious Bastards when they're uh, they the uh, Brad Pitt's group finally gets in the theater and they go to uh, you know they're they're basically panning over everyone. They go to one conversation and they pan up to Christopher Waltz on the stairs. He walks down and it's just and there's there's other ones too. Well, um, I mean the whole scene with. Uh... With Jules and Vincent when they're going yeah. the cheeseburger, like that scene yep. is shot great. Like yeah. that's, and then um, well, there's different. There's a difference between great shots and just shots that like just, that just all bro. one yeah. take. Well, and then no, not even one take, just shots that you notice as mm-hmm. as a watcher, as a viewer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, the the uh, Tie Fighters coming in from the sunset in Force Awakens, mm-hmm. amazing shot. Uh, which is very similar to the helicopters in Apocalypse Now. You know, it's one of my favorite shots is um, Robert De Niro Goodfellas, where uh, where he's smoking the cigarette yep. and it just zooms it's, in on yeah, his face. It's bro. like slow motion. I love that whole scene. Yep. Man. Slow mo, just him, just like genius, pure genius. Uh-huh. Yeah, Scorsese is great. I mean, yeah. that guy is. Mm-hmm. But just guy. just Robert De Niro smoking the cigarette, man, just. People, I didn't want to. Got me. What's I mean? I love Robert De Niro in that movie, but that's not a Robert De Niro movie. Like it's uh, you, yeah. when you rewatch that, he's not in it that not much. Not. Like he doesn't have that. But he has his moment. In it. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Without him, the movie would not be. Oh a movie. yeah, absolutely. So yeah, but uh, that's when somebody takes over on a small on a small role. I mean, if you think about it, Tommy, you know, Joe Pesci didn't have a big role either. You yeah, know, but he, he didn't. But that's, that's but he used... stole every scene he was in. Exactly. Yeah. It's more of a, when I look in that movie, I, it's more memorable yeah. for. Joe sure. Pesci's. Uh, it's like Inglorious Bastards when Christoph Waltz walks in. You're like, oh crap! Let's pay attention. Oh, that <laughs> beginning scene. That yeah. beginning scene's great. That's the I had one. oh the milk. Yeah, So a quick story about that. I worked at Blockbuster back when that movie came out, and someone brought it back to me, and they're like, "It's in French, and I can't get this. I can't switch to English." <laughs> go, you need to watch about ten more minutes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it'll get better. You actually have to read right there. <laughs> Yeah, that, that actually, there's quite a bit of subtitles in that yeah. movie, but Just it's still... Yeah. Yes. And the the main... I mean, Christoph Waltz is one of the main reasons why that's one of the, my, like, my favorite movies of the last like 10 years. Just his I would actually love to see Christoph Waltz do um, the milkshake scene from There Will Be Blood. 
Oh, <laughs> I drank your milkshake. Back to uh, sh- back to cinematography. Be... How about the whole movie, The Revenant? The whole movie, probably the best cinematography I've yeah. ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, the whole I mean, Revenant. Because I think have they you seen the Revenant? I have not seen it yet. I just watch it. You want to talk about shots and just no, tracking yeah. and everything? Just well, the cinematography in the Revenant. I've actually is just heard the, the best the you've guy ever seen. Directed period. that is one of the guys that they're looking to do the next Bond movie. I've, like it's like he's like one of the candidates, which would be it's awesome. gonna be like the most indie Bond movie wow. ever. Well, that's the thing is like Spielberg wanted to do a Bond movie back in the eighties, but he ended up doing uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah, but Spielberg in the eighties was different than Spielberg. Exactly, in the 2000s. I wouldn't want to make it now. Yeah, it would have no, been awesome sure. to make it back in the eighties, but. <laughs> Um, no, but the Revenant, man. Some of the yeah, best. the Revenant. I've heard it's the, amazing. It's, oh, it's fantastic. Bro. It's all like natural lighting. Like they didn't use anything else. But the shots than, in it. Yeah. Oh, but Stanley, Stanley Kubrick <laughs> was doing the lighting. <laughs> yes, Kubrick. He was. Kubrick's a genius. He is. Shining. He also, actually uh, had shining. like a. Had a Kubrick marathon. He, he also, when I was like 20 years old, bro. My buddy just gave me like the whole Kubrick collection. I watched it for a whole week. Did you and see Paths of Glory? Oh but, yeah, dude! Know, I watched every single movie. He did Spartacus too, but then he took his name off. of it. I even liked Eyes yeah. Wide Shut. <laughs> he also did the lighting in one of the James Bond movies. I think it was the final scene in uh, Kubrick. Did? Yeah, he did really? the lighting that when they're when they're going into the sub in the Spy Who Loved Me. The last that last scene when they're fighting when the sub's oh, inside right, his yeah. boat. He did the lighting on that. Clockwork Orange. <laughs> yeah, Clockwork Orange. That movie's it's crazy, but craziness. It's yeah, it's it's disturbing at some points, but yeah, that's. I, no, I'm uh, a big Kubrick fan. I, yeah, I love his movies. I'm oh boy, <laughs> my man, my man. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's uh, wow. We we, I like when we go on tangents like that. That's that's what it's all about. No, I don't because no, podcasts end up being three hours long. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we need some sort of structure here. Uh, I mean, we had some Star Wars news. I mean, uh, we had um, some news on the uh, Han Solo movie, Star Wars. Uh, uh, the latest Han Solo movie, basically, it's going to take place between the ages of 18 to 24. Mm-hmm. Um, we got news that uh, Woody Harrelson's character's name is Beckett, which tells us nothing, but there you go. It tells um, us he's in it. Yes, it tells <laughs> us he's in it. Uh, but this is all from Bob Iger, obviously the CEO of, of Disney, which uh, Disney uh, Lucasfilm is uh, under Disney, obviously. Um, the quote from... Um, I'm just going to read this quote. I don't even know who it's from. But Iger also revealed that the next film, a uh, standalone project on Han Solo, will follow his life from the age of 18 through 24. Uh, the film will uh, include uh, acquiring a certain vehicle and meeting a certain Wookiee, he said. You'll also discover how he got his name. So that's interesting, how he got his name. I mean, because, I mean, obviously, I, the article brings out even just how, like, are they talking about just how his, you know, his, his name, how he got his reputation yeah. or... Is Han Solo not his real name? Well, isn't in some of the expanded universe? Don't they have like that where he was like an imperial, like in the academy or something, and then left and became Han Solo? Yes. Like I haven't really read any of the expanded universe, but I know that's not canon anymore. But you know, no, they could the, draw yeah. on it if they wanted to. I mean, I don't know much about it, but I mean, even the article I think brought that up. But yeah, that he did have a different name. He wasn't part of the uh, Imperial Academy, so that that would be interesting to see. But yeah, I mean, it takes place six years of his life, uh, and that's what I've always wanted to see is how he acquired the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. So that's obviously where Lando is going to yeah, come I into think, play. I think uh, was it Donald Glover? Is, yep. I think Donald he's going to be Childish a, Gambino. He's going to be a great young Lando. Like I, I can't yeah. wait to see that. No, it's that's, a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have a question for you though. Yeah. In Force Awakens, do you think that Chewie was more sad that Han died or more happy that he was finally free of his life debt 
and could go he home to his freaking wife sad, and bro. What are you talking <laughs> about? He has been, he's got a wife and kid on Kashyyyk, according to the Christmas <laughs> nah, special. Bro, he was, and he's he been, for the last 70 years, he's been freaking following Han Solo around. <laughs> he's depressed. <laughs> Finally. Finally, I can go home and see my kids. <laughs> oh, I got to pretend I'm still his choice. Han didn't have him in freaking chains. The one thing about that scene, though, I wish Chewie would have been went more crazy. Yeah. Like, I wish no, he of course. Ripped. There's debate on who wish... she should have hugged or whatever yeah. at the time, you know? Like, yeah, I wish... She yeah, hugged Chewie. Like, yeah, he just shot a couple strokes. Because he first. wasn't that upset. He's like, I yeah. gotta pretend like I'm upset, but yeah. really I get to go home. Like, <laughs> this guy has been yes. dragging me around. I owe people money all over the galaxy. And... Didn't J.J. Uh, Abrams make a statement about that because people were complaining that she didn't hug Chewie and instead she hugged yeah. Yeah. Well, they've been very, What do they say about it? They have been very yeah. anti-Wookiee in all the movies. He didn't get yeah. a medal. Yep. It's like he never gets recognized for anything. It's, they're yeah. they're, they're uh, weakest. That's weakest. what the you know, racist against Wookiees. Weakest. Weakest. That's what that is. Dude, I got some news that I just read. Um, speaking of Christopher Nolan, Memento. Mm-hmm. You see it? Yes. See What's it? that? Yeah. All right, you loved it? Yeah. Hold on, let me check my notes. <laughs> no, um, I got some news, though. Dunkirk. Uh-huh. Might sound stupid news, but whatever. Got officially PG-13 rating. Oh, so it's not going to be a war movie. So it's going to suck. No, I'm just kidding. It's not going to suck, but it's like, dude, did Christopher Nolan just make a PG-13 movie to get the money? It's like, how do you make a yes. war movie PG-13? I'm not like the kind of guy that's well, like, hey, let's go see every Raider out there. But Dunkirk is movie. really just the story of the British Army running away from the Germans, so yeah. they could make it not really a war movie. It's put people loading up on boats and racing back. War, though, man. People still die. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you can show people dying. Uh, yeah. I mean, nicely. So you think it's going to affect at, it, or you don't at, think it's going to affect it? I mean, look at Rogue One. Yeah. I mean, look at the violence they showed in that. I mean, even that last scene. Spoiler alert. Uh, with uh, Darth Vader. That's still He's Star Wars, through. though, man. Know, this is taking a true story. Exactly, but I'm just saying you don't yeah. have to be gory. You don't have yeah. to be, you know, too intense with it. Just yeah. like I was saying with uh, Deadpool making a cameo, like in another you know a pg-13 version they can do things like yeah. they can be pretty so you're not hating on it you're, you're no i mean I, I you think christopher nolan can do yeah, wrong, that's, in my that's opinion, the one so thing christopher still... nolan i trust so yeah I, I can see how if it was but when i read it I, I, i'm not gonna lie part of me was like eh, kind of wish he went full throttle with it you know yeah but, yeah. but i mean it might but just, we'll see but what might... you can get away with on pg-13 these days even I don't think it'll be that big of an issue. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not going to be no Saving Private Ryan, uh, Saving Private Ryan, you know, opening scene. Would you, uh, <laughs> I also read that it's like three segments. Did you read that? No. And they're like in the air with Tom Hardy. Yeah. On the sea with Cillian Murphy and uh, the new guy that won Best Actor last year, Best Supporting Rylance. Oh, Mark Rylance, yeah. And also, you know, One Direction homie on the land. Oh, yeah, my boy um, Harry Styles. So it's like three segments. It's jumping back and forth. So it's definitely not going to be like the, the typical movie, like the way they draw it out. It's, it's going to be – it's not, it's not going to be conventional for you sure. It's, it's going to be more Pulp fiction where they bounce around and it's not necessarily – Yeah, he basically uh, said it's going to be unconventional is nice. what he said. So like it might that. throw people off. Oh, hell, yeah. heck yeah. I'm you, so happy about that. Do you <laughs> know, they actually – I think there was some country. I think it was like Belgium or something. They actually resh- they reshuffled Pulp Fiction so that it was in order. Oh, yeah. I just. I well, mean, is speaking it an- of Memento, they did the same thing. You can watch it it's just in the chronological <laughs> order. Yeah, you can watch it forwards. I guess. But like, is it any? Like, is it? As, for, it can't be as good. Like, I mean, that's no, the uniqueness you're ruining, of it. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're ruining the movie. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, like I, mean, I, I thought. It, I always thought that was funny because it's like the, one of the great things about Pulp Fiction is the fact that it's not in order, and so yeah. it's like. It's like it's cool. Like it's like you kind of have to guess where yeah. the story. Like, where but the dude, and nowadays people got to be spoon fed everything. Exactly. Right? By the way, I I just realized or uh, I read 
uh, that the I didn't realize who this was, but the guy who comes out and shoots uh, Jules and uh, John Travolta's character uh, Vega, um, whatever his name is, um, you know, this is your favorite movie, yeah, um, Vince Vega. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. His brother is in Pulp, uh, Reservoir Dogs, supposedly. Oh, really? Yeah, they were supposed to... Uh, what's his face? Uh, the guy who cuts off the ear. Um, oh, uh, uh, Mark Free Willy. Yeah. Is like, that his name? Well, that's like not his, Mark his last, name, uh, his last name is uh, Vega, and like they oh, were supposed to be oh, yeah. his brothers, and they yeah. were supposed to be a sequel yeah, or something. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, his name was Vincent Vega, and yeah. Yeah, but anyways... Um, <laughs> I did <laughs> The guy who comes out and shoots them and misses them all, yeah. and Jules has a reputation, is uh, Alexis Arquette, who is the transgender yes. who just died. I, I had that no was, idea that was really him. yeah. <laughs> well, it's like you know, Kathy Griffin is the girl when they get in a car accident when he's when uh, Bruce Willis smashes into him, and she's like, "Are you okay?" And she gets shot. That's Kathy Griffin, the comedian. What? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that either. Wow, you learn something new every day. Yep. <laughs> That's crazy. Samuel Jackson's performance in Goodfellas, though, man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Yeah, Forget that. about Pulp Fiction, bro. His performance, <laughs> the way his body that fell. just you know goes to show you. He was like forty years old in that movie, so yeah. you know it's never too late, folks. It's never too late. <laughs> nope. So, um, all right, guys. Well, we got to wrap things up. All right, you know we're uh, we're running a little over time here. Yeah, but hey, our listeners don't have jobs. They got yeah. plenty of time to listen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that is correct. By the way, Big Papa couldn't be here tonight because uh, his new puppy, Chance the Rapper. <laughs> He's potty training, nice. potty training chance tonight. That's right. Uh, but oh yeah, by the way, on solo. So yeah, I always wanted to see how he got the Millennium Falcon. So they're obviously going to show that, and that's probably why Orlando is Definitely. involved. I wish they would just skip over all that and just have him do some random stuff. Yeah, you think so. Yeah, just like screw it. Why should we explain it? Yeah, exactly. Just, have some just fun? stop explaining stuff and just you know. That's true yeah, too. I kind but... of feel you on that. I'm joking on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, really though. Look, I, do you think they're going to make a Boba Fett movie? No, they will. They're not making Boba they Fett. They will. Uh, I don't want them to, uh, but they will. I would they think they're going to make that Yoda movie, son. I don't need to see a Yoda movie. Was it going to be 900 <laughs> years long? I mean, like... they're, they're, they're going to announce, I guarantee they're going to announce it at Star Wars Celebration next month. Um, that Qui-Gon Jinn movie, bro. I would actually like I mean, to see that. Well, I was talking about this last week with my brother on the podcast. Um, that he might Qui-Gon Jinn Ghost. That yes. would be dope. That would be dope. Um, Obi-Wan? Oh, I want to see. I would rather see an Obi Wan spinoff than a Boba Fett. Because I would rather spent, see Obi Wan than anybody spinoff right yeah, now. Yeah, because he spent he spent twenty years on Tatooine. There's got what be, if it's what if it's just a movie of him being a moisture farmer on Tatooine for I an hour and a half? I would <laughs> still be down. <laughs> you and McGregor, man. They they got my money. I, I mean, I'm gonna see it if they do a Hayden Christensen Anakin spinoff. I mean, come on. Speaking of Ewing, when is Transpotting Two coming out? Uh, I think next month or. They're very very soon here. Uh, so actually, let's go over what's coming out this week. Transponding too. Um, really? What do you mean, really? No, I, I just, it's been twenty years. Well, they do that now. They come out with. Uh, I know. 20, it's you know, the same. It's Danny, Danny Boyle well, is, is he? Is he going to be like a forty-year-old? Yeah, no, bas- no, basically. Keep or is he gonna be, him. He's going to be clean now, and he's going to have a family. It's going to be baby, or what is a baby boy too? <laughs> <laughs> But that, I mean, that's what they this do. Is 40. They, they come this out. Is 40. They come oh, out with sequels yeah, twenty years later. I love that movie. Um, <laughs> that's your life, bro. Dumb and Dumber, you know. Dumb and uh, Dumber Two. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber Two came out. Zoolander Two. And oh, it was terrible though. Worst. It's like they're never good. They're not usually good. Nah, yeah. Transpotting Two, same director. It's getting decent reviews. We'll see. I'll believe when I see it. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So, well, you didn't like Crystal like, Skull, bro. 
That I was thought it was great. I thought it was the <laughs> best Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Yeah. Picked up right where, uh, you know, yeah, a, you Crusade know, left off. You know, you all you got to do to survive a nuclear blast at Ground Zero is hop in a, hop in a, refrigerator. In a refrigerator. You'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's radiation. It, it, it was nothing. lined with lead. So yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't it work? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, coming out this, have you guys seen trailers for Chips? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I used to watch that show a lot in high school. I used to watch yeah, the remakes, and it was the best thing about that show was they never went more than twenty miles an hour. They just like sped up the camera. You could yeah. just tell they were going like ten miles an hour. <laughs> it's great. I used to watch that too, man. Believe it or not, it was on TNT at like five o'clock in the morning. We used to watch it. Yeah, because I used to get home from high school, and they had A Team on. And then Chips back-to-back. So that's oh, what I nice. did every afternoon was watch A Team and Chips. I used to watch uh, Wild Wild West and Chips back-to-back. Nice. I know. I'm only 26. You believe that? I still watch that? Why not, man? The what? Will Smith one. You're talking about the Will the Smith The Twilight movie. Zone's probably my favorite show of all time. Really? Yeah. I like the Twilight Zone. I don't think it's the greatest show of all time. But still at 26 for somebody to say that, you got to give me props. I go New- back. New Year's Eve tradition, watching Twilight Zone. All right. It's top three. Chips comes out this weekend. Yeah, I won't see it. No, I'm not going to see yeah. it. You know what I will see this weekend? Life. Tomorrow. Oh, that comes out this weekend? I'm going to see it tomorrow. What about- and you love Alien. I know. It's getting I a get- lot of comparisons with that. I want to see Life, and I also want to see uh, Ghost in the Show. Like yeah. Ghost in the Show. Was- yeah, but that doesn't come out for like another... No, it's the no, 31st. It's next week. Yeah. Oh, next really? week? Yep. Like, Life I mean, comes out first. So. They could basically just make a movie of Scarlett Johansson walking around in that bodysuit for an hour and a half, and I go watch it. Have you seen Under the Skin? No. Then uh, go do, do that. I'm going to go home. Right, bye, guys. <laughs> see you later. All right. See you, guys. She plays an alien. But yeah, Ghost in the Shell comes out the week after uh, this weekend. Um, so next weekend. That's yeah. how we define That's that. how we work. So yeah, I, Chips, Life, and then uh, Power Rangers. Right, guys? Yeah. I actually heard that they want to make six movies. They've already got five sequels lined up. Uh, yeah. uh, so, but, but Brandon loves it. So uh, Brandon, if you're listening, uh, yeah, we can't wait to see that, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna go see it. I mean, after life. I I've never I didn't watch any of the TV shows. Yeah, I would I, never watch I, the show. Um, Neither did I. But from what I hear, it's fun. Hey, go see it, man, and then you can give us some content on this show. Hey, have fun, Vinny. <laughs> go by yourself. Um, but yeah, I, I still want to see Kong, and I, I am gonna see Beauty and the Beast probably. You're not gonna here. pay ten dollars to see Kong, are you? Uh, pro- I don't know. Just, Just wait two weeks. It'll be out on the internet or something. Don't pressure me. We don't disagree much on movies. Please take my word for it. <laughs> You're going to call me and be like, bro, I just wasted $10. Don't pressure me. Guardians of the Galaxy comes out soon. Yes. May 5th. That looks exciting. Yes. Like, uh, I, was, I saw the trailer when I went and saw Rogue One finally. That was like, I was like yeah. texting my wife. I'm like, yes, we're going to go see Guardians. <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. And yeah, Vinny's wearing an I Am Groot shirt. That's right. Uh, shirt. Yeah, it's right. The first one is my favorite. Marvel movie. Now, granted, the only other Marvel Basically, movies I've seen are Iron Man 1 and 2, so I don't have a lot of... Oh, <laughs> wow. But... So you, know, you didn't see any of the Captain Americas? No. Oh. Actually, I saw the first half an hour of the first one when oh. he was like, real scrawny and stuff. But I he never... started it, but then he put on, you know, the Majesty Service. Yeah, and then and I, was like, I was like, I'll just watch a Bond movie. Yeah, I, I would watch... Do you like Paul Rudd? Like, you like... The, yeah. Part? I would watch Ant-Man. See, like, I've heard... I've you're going to tell him Ant-Man, he's never seen a Marvel yeah, no, movie. You're I, like, I'll watch Ant-Man. Ant-Man has nothing to do with the other man. They tell me... I've heard it's great, and I've heard it's terrible, so... I don't know. Watch Winter it, Soldier, then yeah. you were talking. Yeah, yeah. is, is Spider Man is not in that, is he? Because I refuse no. to watch any more movies with Spider Man in it. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know how it is in July. The, right. the listens are <laughs> dropping as we speak. <laughs> like, all right, we got to get out of here. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Brandon. I know you love Spider Man. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> then it's the next one. Then we have Wonder Woman coming out. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, ooh. Did you see Batman v Superman? No. 
I heard it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about no, it. No, the Ultimate Edition makes it better. It, it's not as terrible as people say. I'll just rewatch Nolan's Batman's before I, I would, do that. I'd rather watch Batman v Superman ten times in a row than watch Suicide Squad one more time. Yeah, Suicide Squad was terrible. Horrible. So you saw Suicide Squad? I saw the first half of it. <laughs> I turned it off. <laughs> it's like he, I saw he, the trailer. He wants his, I saw 20 minutes of La La Land, hated yep. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to get me in a movie. Like My Come movie on, has to start man. out well. That's what I like about Bond. They got a cold open. I'm in. You C- know. Citizen Kane, it was black and white. Turned it off. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't, couldn't handle it. Actually, Spoiler said. alert, it was a sled. <laughs> Rosebud. Actually, that movie, I just could not get into. I actually watched that whole movie. I didn't think it was terrible. It, it wasn't terrible. It just wasn't. I don't think uh, it's the greatest movie of all no. Like everyone wants to call it that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's always number two to Godfather, most most yeah. list. All right, guys, that's our show. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, next weekend, Power Rangers got to be. Yeah, actually, a big weekend next weekend. Power Rangers, uh, Life and Chips. So check those out this weekend. Uh, Vinny, do you have a Twitter yet? Do you have a Twitter handle yet? No. All right. Well, you know, find him on Facebook <laughs> sh- or something. You should probably get one. Yeah. It's probably not gonna be around much longer. So probably get now. Then why get one? <laughs> Because then you'll have something to jump to yeah, you whatever say, the next thing is. Back in the day, I had a Twitter account, son. Um, the day I make it is the day it shuts down. Yeah. You, know, it's like, like, oh, you have made an account. Yeah, like Vinny's down. on it. Well, you don't need this anymore. <laughs> shut it down. Would. Well, I had a lot of fun today, guys. It was, uh, it was good talking. We didn't get a lot to a lot of the stuff, but there wasn't much stuff to talk about. So I'm glad we just talked. Yeah, it was good That time. was good stuff. Thank you good for stuff. having me on. Yeah, it was great having you. You're welcome back anytime. All right, I'll be back next week. All right, sweet. <laughs> uh, what, uh, like, me do up, you so. have a uh, Twitter, anyone or anything? I do have. You can find me on any social media at Victor Factor, F-I-C-H-T-E-R, Factor. So I don't... At Victor Factor. Yep. Go, go find him. Go find them. Just get a Twitter, Vinny. Jeez, it's not that hard. It's free. It's free. I'm yes. telling you. Come on, bro. Not going to be a part of the system, bro. Uh, you can follow uh, our podcast on Twitter, at BlockbusterCast. My personal account is at B-C-C-O-R-D, B-S-E-C-O-R-D. And email us any questions or any suggestions you have for the show, any topics you want us to discuss at bbentertainmentcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Also, check out our YouTube channel on YouTube uh, called Blockbuster Mentality. All right, any 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 last words, folks? Last words. Night night. Night night. That's all you got. Okay. Night night. All right, guys. Fun Peace. talking movies with you. Life review coming at you. Life review coming next week. All right, guys. Grab your popcorn. Grab your snacks. I'll catch you guys at the movies. <laughs>